The message you're about to listen to is brought to you by the Enthronement Assembly, a church with the mandate to activate and actualize God's royalty in you. Tighten your seatbelt, get ready for a ride as God 7 brings you the word that will transform your life forever. And now, the ministry of the Senior Pastor, Enthronement Assembly, Reverend Deji Olabode. I have a word from God for you, and that word will not return to me void in the name of the Lord Jesus. I just remembered what the Lord told me to do. So, there's a song I'm going to play by Michael W. Smith. Is it ready? The song says, This is how I fight my battles. Amen. And then I'll come back and minister to you. Please enjoy the song. Is it ready? Hallelujah. The word says, for the spirit of heaviness, put on the garment of praise. And that's how we fight our battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. What we're doing tonight. This is how I fight my battles. Just when you think you're lost, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Hey. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my
receive that word <laughs> in second kings chapter 6 and verse 15 and when the servant of the man of god was risen early and gone forth behold gone forth behold a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots and his servant said unto him alas my master how shall we do and he answered fear not for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountains were full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord, and said, Smite these people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of the Lord. I have a word for you tonight. There's somebody who came here feeling like you are surrounded. Feeling like, which way? And God said, I should tell you, God has surrounded what is surrounding you. <laughs> In the name of the Lord Jesus. God is surrounding what he surrounded you. And that's the word surrounding you. That's what I want to talk about tonight. On this is how I fight my battles. My contemplation tonight. This is how I fight my battles. You know, if you know that your battle is surrounded, your disposition will be different. Now, but for you to see that your battle is surrounded, you need a revelation. Are you getting what I'm saying? You need to be able to see beyond what you are looking at right now or what is threatening you right now. So which means there was a first line that was visible, but there was an invisible line round about it. And in the course of this service, in the name of Jesus, what is surrounding what is surrounding you will begin to operate in the name of Jesus. I said what is surrounding what is surrounding you will begin to operate in the name of Jesus. So always when you're seeing I'm, I'm surrounded, always be thinking, Lord, open my eyes. There is more to what I'm seeing than what I'm seeing. Hallelujah. And I want to talk about that briefly today. And it's my prayer. It's a prophetic service. God virtually gave me this word for you. Now, there are messages you prepare for. There are messages the Lord gives. Amen. And these two services tomorrow and this Sunday, and this Thursday, and next week Thursday, I'm going to try to complete um, the, the, what God has laid in my heart for you and you want to be around to receive what is yours in the name of the Lord Jesus now let me begin from Psalm 66 and verse 12 it says you've caused men to ride over our heads we went through fire we went through waters 
but you brought us out into a into rich fulfillment or one translation into a wealthy place now tell you neighbor god is god god has got it surrounded tell somebody else god has got that stuff surrounded tell somebody else god has gotten that stuff surrounded god has gotten that need surrounded that challenge surrounded that difficulty surrounded that are you the god has gotten it Surrounded in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now notice something here. God said there was a progression. First, you cost men to ride over our heads. You need to go back and listen to what I taught on the protocol of leadership to understand how to deal with that. That if you know that other things are riding you, there's what to do. That means your leadership, the leadership capacity in you has to develop. And it's one of the greatest needs of the hour. It's one of the greatest needs of the hour. It's one of the greatest what? needs of the hour that our leadership will emerge i was sharing with a young man who came to see me this morning and i said to him i said that you don't need to beg a dove not to fling a volkswagen if a dove is towing a volkswagen the volkswagen watch this has no option than to move which means whatever I'm facing right now that seems to be re- resisting me is just saying that your power is not enough. What you are carrying is not enough. What you are carrying cannot respond. Are you there? Or this challenge cannot respond to that order of, 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 of authority. And that's why you want to make sure that you heap more power on yourself. Are you following me tonight? But the second thing he said there, he said after they are dealt with men riding over their head, he said they now had to deal with the fire. He said they went through what? Fire. And God basically brought me this message to let somebody know that no matter what you're going through here, there's a way out. And follow me tonight. By the grace of God, tonight there will be a way out. Please follow me. And you're praying in tongues. You are very sensitive because sincerely, let me not go there. But sincerely, you will not miss what I brought here tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So they went through the fire. Now when he said we went through the fire. Listen to me. The fire is not an option. No matter who you are. How righteous you are. How holy you are. The fire is not an option. Tell you what the fire is not an option. So which means the fire will not spare anybody. What? Now, my fire may be different from your fire, but everybody has a fire to contend with. Are you getting what I'm saying? And what I want to do tonight is to share with you how to fight those battles. So, a, a few scriptures, Isaiah 43 and verse 2. Isaiah 43, 2. Please give me that scripture. And I want you to read it very quickly. It says what? When you... Did he say if? Uh-huh. Did he say if? No, it says when. That is a negative prophecy. Now, he's saying now that the fires is not a matter of if. It is a matter of certainty. That at some point in the course of your life, you will have to go through the fire. So, he says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you, when you walk through the fire... You shall not be born, nor shall the flames scorch you. Now, he didn't say you won't go through it. When is not if. When means if you have not been through the fire before, keep on living. When means no matter how, how righteous you are, how holy you are, the 
you are headed for fire. Is that that you are just coming out of it? Or you are headed for it? Now, if you are saying, Pastor, I don't need the message. Keep the message. You will soon need it. Keep it. There are is either you are applying the message to your past, your present, or your future. But you will need what I'm sharing with you tonight. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is either you, you need it right now, or you have needed it, or you will need it. So, when we're talking about fire, therefore, it is a matter of when. It is a matter of when. So, it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be born. So, he's saying, I guarantee you that you will go through it, but it will not consume you. Are you getting what I'm saying? It will not consume you. And he says, neither will the flame kindle upon you. So, we see here, number one, that the fires of life is a matter of when and not a matter of if. It's a matter of when and not a matter of if. Now, in Numbers 31 verse 21 to verse 24, I think I'm there. Numbers 31 verse 24. In Numbers 31 verse 21 to verse 24, everybody look at that scripture. There are two tests every human being in life will go through. Whether you are righteous, whether you are holy, whether you are pure, whether you are not pure, there are two tests everybody will go through. Some are going through right now. Now read that scripture. And Eleazar, read with me, Eleazar the priest said unto the men of war, which went to the battle, this is the ordinance of the law, which the Lord commanded. Are you there? Only the gold and the silver, the brass, the iron, the Sin and the legs. Everything that may abide the fire, you shall make it go through the fire, and it shall be clean. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the water of separation. And all that abided not through the fire, you shall make go through the water. Did you see that scripture? Oh, that's powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. He's saying here very quickly that it is an ordinance that in life it is either you will go through the fire or you will go through the water. You can't live life and not go through anything. Everybody you are celebrating today went through something to be who they are. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he's saying here, but he said something very powerful here. He's saying your essential quality will determine your process. What he's saying is this. He's saying your substance will determine your process. Your substance, for instance, if you are gold, then God will not pass you through water. Gold, water has absolutely no effect on gold. So he's saying your essential quality which means your fire is a revelation of your substance. What you're going through right now is a revelation of the substance that you have been made of. Now there are people who won't pass through the same because they don't have... And that's why we're all sitting here. We didn't go through the same things to be where we are. Some had it easy, some had it hard. Some had it smooth, some had it, some had it hot, some had it cold. But everybody would have to go through something depending on their essential quality. 
on their essential quality. So he said, if you are, go back to verse 21, if you are lead, if you are gold, if you are silver, if you are, verse 22, if you are tin, if, if you are brass, if you are iron, if you are tin, if you are lead, verse 23, then you will make it go through the fire. He said, but whatever cannot stand the fire, you will make it go through the water. Now, but then, notice this, the quality of what goes through fire and the quality of what goes through water are not the same thing. Ask somebody, can you stand the fire? Tap somebody, say, can you stand the fire? I didn't hear you, can you stand the fire? I don't know what you want to be. Do you want to be gold or do you want to be cloth? Do you want to be gold or do you want to... What do you want to go through? He's saying very quickly that it is your essential quality that determines your process. But you cannot live life without good. So which means, if now I can't avoid the fire, and I cannot avoid the water, number one, I have to get, what do you guys call it? Health and safety guys, what do you call that? Fire thing? Fire, whatever. Fire resistant, whatever. Is that how you go and get fire resistant, or you go and learn how to swim? Because at some point in life, fire will either come, or water will come. I want to pray for you. That when that day comes, this message will rise up in you as a witness in the name of the Lord Jesus. And that the fire of life will not kindle upon you in the name of the Lord. Once again, I'm praying for you that when that day comes, when that fiery day comes, uh, that this message will, will stand up as a force on your inside in the name of the Lord Jesus uh, and will give you strength by God's Spirit in the inner man to go through what God has sent you to go through in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, so we see here it is either the test of fire or the test of water. I give you a few more scriptures to let you know that you can't escape it. Tell anybody you can't escape it. You can't escape it. I didn't sign for this. That's what you signed for. The fire is meant to reveal what the quality of their commitment is. So if their conviction changes because of the fire, they were not meant to be there in the first place. If a man can leave a woman because the woman did not conceive, he wasn't meant to be anything in the first place. Am I making sense here? Yeah. Huh. My mentor said something to me that was rolling in my head. Maybe I shared it with you. You know, you need matured men around you. He said, son, somebody gave me. Let me explain. If the love for your wife eh, can last after her breast has fallen, eh, eh, you have a reward. That is love like No, 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 no. As you can say, he said, when they gave me something, he said, they gave him a car. He said, the moment they gave him a car, I'm about to share the problem where we have, where we have problem about immature folks. He said, they gave me a car, an S900. He said, when they gave me that car, he said, the excitement is a Mercedes Benz, knew no bound. He said, but as I kept on driving that car, the second day, the excitement began to reduce. Third day, excitement reduces. Fourth day, excitement reduces. He said, but the fact that the excitement of that car has reduced, does not mean that the value is not in question. Are you getting what I'm saying? He now said, the problem we have is our commitment many times is to the excitement. That's how you tell his baby. A baby's commitment is to the excitement, not the value. Now let me share some depth with you. Now the fact that you are no longer excited about what you have, does not mean the value of what you have has changed. Because if that thing is in the hand of somebody else, it, it, oh, am I making sense here? May you not lose your wife before you re- Are you getting what I'm saying here? Let me use my wife as an example. Now, 
So, this is almost 20 years. 2001. That's happened in my life. All of the excitement of the initial, all of the electricity, all of the chemistry, and the, it may no longer be there. But that excitement does not mean that her value has changed. If I now begin to treat her like trash, and she falls into the hand of somebody else for whom she is new every day. Am I making sense here? And that's why I must be the kind of person that places the utmost value. My commitment is not to the excitement. My commitment is to the value. What I'm seeing, I'll talk to many of you husbands here. What I'm seeing among the young generation is that their commitment is to the excitement. So whenever, and the fact is that excitement, there is no excitement that ever lasts. Every excitement has a peak. It rises, pop, then it has a lot of diminishing return. Now what that means is that if you are chasing after excitement, you will never know balance. You chase it, peak, it will drop. You chase it again, peak, it will drop. Then your life is everywhere, scattered on every satanic mountain. Are you getting what I'm saying here? So he's saying here, I'm just making noise tonight. He says, if any man's work shall be bound, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, even as by... So you can't skip it. Look at Mark, Mark 9, verse 49. Going somewhere with this. Mark 9, 49. Going somewhere with this. Mark 9, 49. He says, for... Read this somebody. For every... I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. For everyone, everyone is everyone, shall be salted with fire. So whenever God, to God, eh, when God wants to season you, he puts fire. He has a, you know, in your own case, when you want to cook something, you put it on fire. When God wants to season it, he adds fire. Somebody get what I'm saying? The light. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ask somebody, can you stand the fire? You claim you love me, but can you stand the fire? You claim I'm your pastor, but can you stand the fire? You claim we are married, but can you stand the fire? Can you stand the fire? May God give us people that can stand the fire. Everyone means everyone. So, now, once everyone is going to be, if everyone will be salted by fire, if everyone's work will be tested by fire, if everyone will be saved by fire, if, 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 if fire is a when, then I should just, let me say something, just calm down and prepare for it. Calm down and do what? Get ready for it. Get, get, ready. Let me get ready for it. Get ready. So what do I want to say very quickly, guys? First thing I want to say, before I go to my text, is think it not strange. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Think it not strange. Tell about think it not strange. That's the first thing. First Peter four twelve. He said, "Beloved, think it not strange that a fiery trial is to try you." So stop saying things like, mm, "Is this because there's no because anything?" Is because everybody must be tested with fire. So don't think it strange when you when you got married now. And after the first year, nothing has happened. The belly is not growing. I did a study. I'm reading Genesis now. And then I did a study. And I found out that of the antediluvian fathers. Now, antediluvian is the fathers beyond the, before the flood. None of them gave birth at the same age. This one, and when this was 65 years old, and then this was 130 years old, and when this was 170 years old, 
Which means they all came from the same lineage, but their times and season were different. You know, if you, can't, if you start comparing yourself with everybody around, you will put yourself under pressure. Your time is not my time. My time is not your time. If it is your time, go forward. We'll celebrate you. But when it's my time, it will make my own dilatant. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so you must understand that God has a unique agenda for every single one of his children. So think it not strange. First Peter 1, 7. That the trial of your faith... Oh, no, no. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. One of the things that God helped me in marriage is God gave me a woman that... God gave me a woman that nothing shakes. My being broke doesn't shake her. And my being rich doesn't shake her. You, you understand? So there's no pressure. Now, so she's just okay... My boring from her doesn't shake her. My adding to her doesn't shake her. Do you get my point? She doesn't think it's strange. No matter who you are, in Deuteronomy 11, he said, I'm taking you to a land. It's a land of hills and valleys. Which means there will be high points. There will be low points. It's a land of hills. He said, I'm taking you to a land. The land is a land of hills and valleys. Now, if you don't understand that what is a valley, a valley is the lowest point between two peaks or two mountains. Is that also? What is a mountain? A mountain is the highest point between two peaks. Like two is that also? Which means, okay, if I'm in the valley right now, the short thing, when I was in house, they say the short banker is the next thing. Are you there? So don't give up in the valley. Keep going through it. Are you get, the next thing will be a peak. Are you getting what I'm saying tonight? So don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. See, I didn't sign up for this. Oh, my God is not the God. What do you mean? Let me share your God. But rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. It is that, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Someone say, I hear it. So, if you are partakers of his suffering, then you can be a partaker of what? His glory. So, think it not strange. Encourage your brother. Touch somebody. Say, think it not strange. Think it not strange. And that financial account, don't think it's strange. That challenge, don't think it's strange. Don't think it not strange. Nothing is wrong. Nothing do you. You're all right. You're just living life. You're just living life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just living life. So, let's move forward. In First Peter 1, 7, he reiterates this fact. Ha-ha. He says that the trial of your faith be much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, tell somebody, think it not strange. Think it not strange. Now, I have established the fact that the fire is, is going to happen. Or is happening. So the question is, how do I fight my battles? How do I fight my battles? Now, God gave me a word for you in Judges chapter 20. And pay close attention to it. I want to share with you how to fight your battles. Judges 20. Hmm. I'll give you a background of that text. In Judges 19, a young man had a concubine. 
And by the way, there's a message there. One day I'll do a teaching on concubine. Or side chick in the Bible. Yeah. I am, I'm looking for the title. <laughs> Adventures of a side chick or something. <laughs> but I've studied scripture from Genesis to Revelation. It has nothing good to say about psychics. In fact, you find that whenever judgment is to rule, they will spare the virgin and judge the psychic. I don't have time to go there. So what happened in this case, in, in Judges 19, I don't read it long, a man had a concubine or side chick. The side chick decided to leave the man and go back to his father's house. Her father's house. The man, missing his side chick, God will help us, decided to go to the father's house to bring the side chick. On their way back, they alighted in the city of Benjamin and had to lodge outside. Another man now saw them staying outside. You can study John 19. And said, you can't be sleeping outside when I'm here. A son of Israel. Come into our house. So they went into the house. As they were eating in that house, the Benjamites came to the house and said, bring the man, not the woman, bring the man that entered this house that we may know him. (laughs) So homosexuality is is a long thing. As a matter of fact, the first time fire fell, it was in Sodom and Gomorrah on homosexuality, but there's none of them. Now, they now negotiated with them that, ah, you can't do that to the man who is under our roof. I'm going somewhere with this. The man said, I have a virgin in the house and I have a concubine. Do whatever you like with them. Well, for some reason, I learned in scripture, the virgins are always spared. I can't explain it. Except the foolish virgins, but the virgins are always spared. <laughs> I can't explain it. For some reason, they spared the virgin and they pushed out the side chick. And the Benjamites raped the woman all night till dawn. It's in your Bible, Judges 19. I, you can't make me read it because I must wrap up this message on time. <laughs> no, I can't read it. You go home and read it. He said they were be- there's something called scriptural aristocracy. I'll preach to somebody. He said the Berean Christians were more noble than the believers in Thessalonica. He said because they searched the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. So you to go and search. <laughs> Have scriptural aristocracy. So now, in the morning, she located the door. Of, you see, let me not go into side check. You see, they located the door of the man, but she was already dead. Now, when the man realized that this side chick was dead, he took the side chick home, follow me, and divided her body into twelve and sent every part of the body to the twelve corners of Israel. Now there is depth there. <laughs> there is depth there. But I won't go there today. When they got all of the body, may your body not be scattered. 
<laughs> when they got all the body, the Bible says all of Israel came out as one man. All of Israel came out as one man. And that's where Judges chapter 20, 20 began. And they said this kind of thing has never happened in Israel. They raped her. This happened. They now went to Benjamin and said to Benjamin, Give us the people that raped. Give us the people. Now let me also let me not go there. Give us the people that raped. Benjamin said, No. We're not gonna we're gonna hide them. Well, the end result was that <laughs> there are some things to give up. And if you don't give up what you are supposed to give up, you lose everything else. Yeah. So, I would have told you the story of, uh, is it Jair now? In Abel. When Joab came to Abel, it was Shimei. I think it was Shimei. Shimei had entered Abel and was going to besiege Abel. Then a woman came from Abel and said, who is in charge of this battle? Wise woman. He said, it's um, Joab. Joab said, okay, he said, they often used to say that people seek for counsel in Abel. Let us talk. And the guy said, okay, what's the problem? He said, well, there is somebody in Abel that we are after. If you give us the head of this person, we will spare the city. The woman said, there's no problem. Went back to the elders of the city. Are you there? Look, what happens to your boat is that my who is in that boat. There are people that can sink your boat. Eh? Faster than your capacity to row it or row it. So the one went there and they cut off the head of that guy, tossed it out, and battle ceased. That's even part of my message. See, listen, whatever the source of your battle is, may you have grace to toss it out. <laughs> Remember Jonah. If Jonah remained in that ship, that ship would have drowned. Don't be too concerned about emotions that you don't toss people out. God dealt with me about that recently. There was something I was holding on to, holding on to, holding on to. God said, look, you are hindering my plan. You are too concerned. Toss this person out. I have created a fish in the water that will take the person to their place. He said, if you don't toss this person out of the system... He will rock the system and will hinder God's plan for his own life. So it's not about sentiment. So I carried the person and I tossed him out of the ship. And I said, May God give you courage and strength not to die with sorrow or to die with things. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that, that's what happened there. No. So they said, We're not going to give them up. Because the outcome, when they refused to give up those people that were wrong, you know what happened? The entire tribe, eventually when they were true with them, remained only 600 people. The entire Benjamite tribe remained only 600 men. What a few people do can mess up. But that's not where I'm going today. Now, so they made 400,000 in Israel. This was fire. And they said, give us this guy. And they said, no. Now, I want to now begin to share with you a few things that will not guarantee your victory. And follow me carefully. 
And then I will end it with a few things that will tame your fire, if not quench it. Number one, write it down very quickly. A few facts that you must know. <laughs> In preparing for the fire, the fact that you are right does not mean that you will win. Write it down. In other words, write it down. A just cause is not enough. <laughs> a what? A just cause is not enough. Sir, the issue was rape. That was what they were fighting. Is rape not wrong? Rape is wrong. By any standard. Is that not so? By any standard. And not just rape. They raped the babe till death. Let me explain this. You can have a legitimate cause and still become a victim of that cause. Please follow me here. Many good people have ended up victims. May you be wise. May you be wise. There are battles to fight. There are battles to ignore. There are, ba- there are battles to recant from. There are battles to avoid. <laughs> so, the whole of Israel was right. Yet, in their prosecution of that issue, they still lost. And God came to me as I was praying, and he said, there are many people under the sound of my voice losing legitimate battles. I want to show you what to do. Legitimate. They were fighting over what was right. And many died in the course of it. So some things are more than right and wrong. May God give you wisdom. So, number one, it is not enough. You know this story about, uh, what is NGO? <laughs> NGO. <laughs> Amen. Human rights. <laughs> yeah. So they were fighting for the rights of that person and they lost it. Let me explain this. You can be right and still lose. You can be good and still lose. Follow me. You may have been offended or infracted upon, but if you don't go about that fire the right way, you can still lose. Study scriptures and study. Look, there are many unnecessary deaths in the Bible. Unnecessary losses. The death of Jonathan. Rob's death. The death of Abel. Guys, look at this. Abel gave a sacrifice. God said the sacrifice was more excellent. And yet, by the next verse, he was killed. Once again, I pray for you. Oh, Nikoshio. You will not die. Like, you will not die a needless death. Let me give you a bell. Let me give you a bell. Something is pushing me tonight, and I'll get there. In fact, when you study scriptures, it's as if the good guys were victims more than the bad guys. Let me explain Abel. Abel was doing well. Cain was doing wrong. And then Abel presented the sacrifice. And God endorsed Abel. But the Bible said the countenance of Cain was fallen. And God said to Cain, if you did what was right, would you not be accepted? Sin lies at the door. Are you there? The person that when you did well, their countenance fell, 
Now he invited you for a stroll and you went. Are you following me here? Let me tell you why Abel died. Abel died because he lacked emotional intelligence. You can't be looking at people now and know who doesn't like you and who doesn't. Are you there? You must be able to look at it when you share your testimony. Look at their uh-uh. Are they smiling with their eye or with their nose? They are smiling with eye, they are smiling with nose. Many good people have wasted themselves. Abel should have said, I am look, look, that's why I look at look. If I'm preaching and you are not happy, I, I will be looking at you. You are an enemy. Yeah. 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 If I, I'm so, I'm not, the things I can see, you can't even tell me. Hmm. <laughs> ah! And I will not tell you what I'm looking at. But I will see certain things and then. What if Abel had said, hmm, the way with this guy countenance fall? I can't follow. Some people, hey. Now, Anasosa, that as they moved to the next verse, Abel took the best in her. Look, be careful. Not everybody, the fact that you are from the same family doesn't mean they like you. Brother can kill brother. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the raw truth. I'm telling you. What should he have said? He should have said, no, I can't go now. It's still too close to my victory. And I saw your emotional response to my victory. Abel was righteous. Abel gave. Abel prayed. Abel pleased God. But Abel, he died. Abel was right. And what amazed me, God knows all things. God did not intervene. As they were going, God, look, keep putting everything God, God, there are some things that is you. You have to be wise. Shrewd. You think everyone that comes to church, because church is going, everyone that comes to church is for you? <laughs> you think everybody calls you daddy is daddy? <laughs> everybody calls you Rabboni. <laughs> My Rabboni. <laughs> I will say, look, I don't have time. But somebody there, you'll not be a victim of these things. So, point one, understand this. You can be right and loose. You can have a legitimate cause, a just cause, and still lose. Not every battle is your battle. Go back and hear my message on mind your business. And then you know the battles to avoid. No one sign me. I think affect me. Now my wife was sharing something there and I said, I take consign me. Um, it's whatever is my business, my business. We were having a discussion in the house and all that. She said this and that about her family and all that. I said, me. So you want to save the world. <laughs> May you not lose your life. <laughs> Mama, am I preaching? <laughs> save the world. Number two. <laughs> we are talking how to face the fire. Number two, are you there? Is the fact that the abundance of resources does not guarantee your victory. The abundance of resources. Which means... Now, here was Israel in a legitimate battle of rape against Benjamin. Benjamin was also with some thousand people. 
Israel was 400,000 men strong. Judges 20, verse 15 to 17. I just quickly read it. From their cities at that time, the children of Benjamin numbered 26,000 men who drew the sword. Benjamin was 26,000. Besides the inhabitants of Gibeah, who numbered 700 select men among all the people, were 700 select men who were left-handed. Everyone could sling a stone at a hair's breadth and not miss. Now, besides Benjamin, the men of Israel numbered 400,000 men who knew how to do the sword. All of them were men of war. Let me explain this. The race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Look, if you look at life and you shine your eye very well, there are many who are more, who are not getting more. There are many who are better, who are not doing better. There is a mystery. So, 426,000 and they lost the battle in succession. They lost the battle. I want to beg you in just my name, there's such a thing as being too big for God to give you the victory. 32,000 with Gideon. God said, look, God said to Gideon, the people with you are too much for me to give you that victory. He cut it down. He cut it down from that to 50. A young woman called me and said, Daddy, I want to talk to you. He said, I noticed that you are very, you are very, he said, you are, you are not even accessible easily online. I said, yes. It's, and I explained to her, I said, the more successful you are, more people will be talking about you than can talk to you. Let it sink. The more successful you are, more talk about you than can talk to you. If you reverse the order, you will crash. Maybe I'm saying some deep things now. If you reverse the other, you crash. And I explained to her, I said, as I am now, there are not more than four people that can talk with me. Do you believe there? Yes. That's what it takes. Some of us men, we are too porous. Everybody that rose, that rose, there are those that you rule on WhatsApp. Everybody that rules status, you comment. Beautiful dress there. That's why you are in devil. You know, that's, why you are, that's why you are there. You can't look at things and take your eyes off it. And pretend. Me too, I check status whenever I have the time. But it is status without comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you can't be that exposed. You can't, especially if you are going far. You can't be that exposed. Dog can reach you. Cat can reach you. Snake can reach you. Monkey can reach you. Anyway, it is not about the value of the number of people. It's about the quality. The quality of people that you have in your life. So, number two is you can have all the money and still lose the battle. You can have all the skills and still lose the battle. You can have all the you can have the numbers and lose the battle. You can have the degrees and lose the battle. You can have the intelligence and lose. You can have the beauty and lose the battle of marriage. You can you can have it. Look, you can have all the things. You can you can be more beautiful and lose your wife or husband to somebody that is less beautiful. Yeah. Hey. You know, I'm a prophet. 
by virtue of my prophetic office, you see more than you say. I took a particular picture recently on Facebook. The Lord said to me, on Dora, is somebody's husband this picture? I don't know. We like it. Hey, oh, how is it my business? God just gave me inside information, Central Intelligence Agency. I mean, I look at people, some of you, marriages, you are so confident of your wifehood that you are so confident of your wifehood that you can leave your sister in the house to be taking care of the family. Ha! Let me leave that alone. So come you can be more and lose to the less. Which means, okay, let me just move. That's number two. I have seen many crash. I was talking to my pastor. My pastor said to me, we find one of our greatest fears and concerns, Mama, the people we thought will make it are not the ones that eventually made it. It's a mystery. The people we had high hopes for, the people God begins to raise are people that you didn't even think that it could have been them. If you prayed and fasted, you could not have chosen them. And now the people that God begins to open things for. It's amazing. As I was preaching for my pastor, he was nodding. He was doing like this. You know why? Because even in his mind, he could never have believed that I would be his firstborn. Never. You know, it is better to be it than to look like it. Some of us coded. We know we are pursuing grace. We are coded, not making noise. You can be more and still lose the battle. You can pray and still lose it. You Let's move to number three. This is how I fight my battles. <laughs> this is how I fight my battles. Number four, are you there? The fact that God spoke to you does not mean you will win. Answer right now. We'll pray. The fact that God spoke to you does not mean you will win. <laughs> Judges, are you there? Are you with me? Are you bored? Eh? He said, God spoke to me to marry. Uh-huh. God spoke to me to start ministry. Eh, more you spoke. <laughs> you, you will speak to you, Spark. He doesn't mean that. Let me show you a very strange scripture. Very strange scripture. Are you ready for this? This is midweek so I can share some things. Many people God spoke to. Nothing is happening for them. In fact, let me tell you, the people I'm afraid of the most, the one that God tell them blush their teeth, God tell you, wear red, wear white. They are the failures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Mama, in all of our work, all those God spoke, God spoke, God spoke, God spoke people, they are the failures. Have you not noticed it? God spoke, God spoke, God spoke, God spoke. God said, ah, sure. I should step out there now. All those spooky things, they are, now then they feel pass. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Come and look at something. Then they went to God and said, who shall go up first? Give them that scripture. And they said, God said to them, Judah shall go up first. And God said, Judah shall. So when they wanted to go for the battle, 
We're talking fire now. And the children of rose, went to the house of God, asked counsel. Read that scripture. Which of us should go up to the battle against the children of Benjamin? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up first. By the next verse, they still lost. Number four. <laughs> the fact that God said so, does not mean I will show you some things now. Number four, the fact that you praise does not mean you will win. Already, I'm busting your bubble now. <laughs> you know, the fact that you praise. So God said, Judah shall go first. Judah went up first. They still lost. They praised and lost. <laughs> yeah. And the children came forth and all that. Destroyed down to the ground. 22,000 with their praise. 22,000. Okay, let me just, let me just, not just, okay, go to the next verse. <laughs> so the fact that you praise doesn't mean you win. The fact that God said so doesn't mean you win. Ah, so what now guarantees our victory? That's what I want to share with you tonight. And the people encourage themselves. If you have the my Bible right now, the Dewey Rams version. If you have it, give me that Dewey Rams version. Dewey Rams. That's my Ted. Do you have the Dewey Rams? Oh, you don't have the Dewey Rams. Let me read the Dewey Rams for you. Eh? Where would they get it? <laughs> I don't know. Where did I get it? What scripture am I giving you? Please, are you getting something tonight? No, I'm saying there. God told me. And I'll get it. Let me not tell you what God told me. I'll tell you. Look at that scripture. Judges 20. And what is that place? Judges. Eh? Let me read from the Durims. And again, Israel trusting in their strength and their number set their army in array in the same place where they had fought before. Trusting in their strength and their number. Yeah. Trusting in their strength. Look, get every translation for that thing, please. Trusting in their strength. You know, all these stories say, uh-uh, not be me. That's why you are feeling. That's why you are feeling. And you will continue to fail. Until you become small in your eyes. What is that? Oh, I mean, I check your exams. Because you read the most, is what you feel the most. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> the, the one you say, oh God, oh God, I, I even passed this thing. The one you say, oh boy, you got D <laughs> or F. God wanted to show you that it's not by power, trusting in their strength. And in their number. Judges 22. Israel trusting in their strength and their number. Said their aminary. You know this? I have prayed. I have fasted. I pay my tithes. God said, I will now show you. <laughs> so, what won't guarantee? Number one, what won't guarantee? Let me hear you. What won't guarantee your victory? Number one. I didn't hear you. The fact that you are right, that is a just cause, does not guarantee your victory. Number two, eh? the fact that you have the abundance of resources, you are plenty, doesn't guarantee. Number three, the fact that God spoke to you, doesn't guarantee it. Continue. 
The fact that you praise does not guarantee the victory continue. Is that all? <laughs> oh my God. We're about to enter some deep waters tonight. <laughs> so, already now, all the things you thought were guaranteed now, you are saying that, oh boy, help me. I need help now. So they went to God again and said, God, shall we go up? <laughs> That's the, now, they, they went a second time. So the fact that you prayed again. <laughs> again! Okay. What did you, is that the dreams? Is that the dreams? You got it. Celebrate this guy. Your head is correct. Look at this. Again, Israel trusting in their strength and their number, set their army in array in the same place where they had fought before. Yet, so that they first went up and wept before the Lord until night and consoled them, saying, Shall I go out anymore to fight against the children of Benjamin, my brethren, or not? And he answered, Go up against them <laughs> and join the battle. Look at verse 23. Look at what happened. You think God says so? And the people there went up and went. Uh, no, I said it now. Go up against them. Continue. Just go, 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 please. Go to the verse 23. So the people of Israel came near against the people of Benjamin the second day. Look at the next verse. And Benjamin went against them out of, and destroyed 18,000 men. This is deep stuff. Shall we go up? Shall Judah go up? Judah said, Judah, go up. Shall we go up again? 18,000 men. Of the people. All these were men that do this world. So stop pontificating on circumstances. Now let's not go into the substance of it. Continue moving. <laughs> so, no God told me, He said, many people here are repeating battles. Then all the people of Israel, the whole army, went up to Bethel and wept. Then they sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening. Which means the first time they went, they, they praised, they didn't fast. And after they fasted until evening, they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And the people inquired of the Lord for the ark of the covenant was there in those days. And Phineas, the son of Eleazar, ministered before them in those days, saying, Shall we go out once more time? They're asking again. <laughs> to battle against our brothers, the people. And, and the Lord said, Go up, for tomorrow I will give them into your hand. Let us now deal with fire. Number one. You see, God told me that many of you and many of us are taking battles for granted. Just thinking, just by praising alone, by numbers alone. The first thing they did, when they had failed enough, they now had to, number one, they fasted. Let me ask you a question. Have you fasted about that conception? Have you fasted about that business? Or you're just saying, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just. We, God said, let me say what God said. He said, remember, he said, I want more in fear, yet, pere, mo, He says, they are handling their battles with levity. 
No, they are saying, hey, hey. Now you are saying the numbers doesn't guarantee it. God said so doesn't guarantee it. Are you there? Praising doesn't guarantee it. Sword doesn't guarantee it. The first thing they did to turn the battle around is in that area where they were selling, they had to fast. And they waited on God. Can you fast? Can you set apart a day of fasting for that business to break through? A day of fasting for your lights to break forth. Can you set? You know, the reason why we don't fast about some of these things because we say it's just practical. I sleep with another. <laughs> I will tell you the story of my marriage. Two years we were waiting to marry. Two years. And I told my wife, I said, this cannot continue. Whenever you are tired of a substance, it's time to fast about it for the thing to be fast. So, what God told you can fail if you don't fast about it. Your praise can fail if you don't fast about it. And God said, I should tell you that all those things you are taking for granted, can't you see they are not happening? Because after I'm a virgin, I will conceive. Eh? Eh? Okay. Stay there. First is fasting. 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 It was corporate. So, don't fight battles on a full tummy. The act of fasting is now lost in our generation. People whose tithe is 15,000 a month are now growing pot belly. They are not fasting any meal anymore. And Satan is coming to those family thinking that it's just by beautiful, it's by, it's by cosmetics. <laughs> they have snatched what is yours and you don't know. Number one, when they were tired, they fasted. And why did they fast? I'll share a few things with you. A few things. You know, in Matthew 9 22, verse 29. Matthew 17, 15 to verse 17, 15 to 21. The Bible said there was a man that had a condition. He said, oftentimes this condition threw him into the fire. And oftentimes it threw him into the water. Have you ever asked it before? Which means whenever you see a frequency with which things are going wrong, it's calling for a fast. Oftentimes it threw him into the fire. Oftentimes it threw him into the water. Jesus who fasted casted it out. The disciples who did not fast and could not fast could not cast it out. They now came to Jesus and said, why could we not cast him out? Jesus said, how be it? This kind goeth not out, but by fasting and prayer. Which means if you don't fast in battle, you'll be limited in battle. Now, now, naturally you are thinking, if I'm going to use sword for this battle, I need my energy. But God is saying, the victory is not a function of the state of your sword, the sharpness of the sword, but the state of your spirit. That's why they will go out fasting and they will win the battle that they could not have won when they had a sword on full belly. On full belly. So the first thing in confronting your fire, your fires and your battles, fasting! Fasting! This is September now. Guys, declare fast. 
Once it is coming too often, once I know, as God was telling me this, he said, well, you know, there's, and he started showing me, he said, you want this now? Have you fasted about it? I said, no. You want that, have you? You just feel that your confession will make it happen. Your intelligence will make it happen. You are not fasting. Go and check it, sir. Go and check it. Nobody breaks through in an unusual way without fasting in an uncommon way. Nobody breaks through in an unusual way without fasting in an uncommon way. The only thing, when praise failed, they added fasting. When what God told them failed, they added fasting. When their energy, their numbers failed, they added fasting. When the right, the just cause was mocking them, they added... Let me ask you a question. When last did we fast? Somebody's husband here, I was with them. I'm walking. I was asking them about fasting. The husband said, ah... I said, can you do T3 the way the husband laughed? <laughs> the laughter showed me that mouth. Before nine, something was entered. <laughs> what is what one? Satan will sit on things that are legitimately yours. Things that are your rights. Things that should really be yours. And he will say, I'm not going to give you. You will be wrong and you still not get it. You will be right and still not get it. Because they came back and they fasted. That's no more. They fasted. So God says, I should ask you, when did you fast about that? Really fasting on that matter. You commented about it. You don't like it. You don't want it. You are tired of it. But have you fasted? When they got tired enough, no, they fasted. Number two, very quick of time. And I'll share something they did here. Are you getting from here? Let, let this church become a fasting church. Oh. Not just a church, it's a fasting pastor. Anything you hear on a full tummy can fail. It is only what you hear in the spirit of fasting that will be confirmed. Number two. Go back to my source text. So, they wept. You know where I am. They wept. The next thing they did, they combined their fasting with burnt offerings. Are you there? Where's my scripture? They combined their fasting. As they were fasting, they fasted. Are you there? And then they now packaged in the fast offerings, bond offerings and peace offerings. Now, I like the way the Duerim's Bible put it. It says, they fasted till evening. Look, I want to say it here. All of you going through serious battles, serious challenges on that matter. Please declare at least one to two or three days of fasting on top of the matter every week. You have failed enough. You have been mocked enough. Enough. Look at what he said. He said they fasted at the evening and then they did what? They offered bond offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. So number two, before they went for that battle, to the battle with smoke. No sacrifice. He lost. The second way to find your battle is that as you are fasting about the issue, ask God what is the bond offering and what is the sacrifice that should go for this thing to go. What is the battle? What is the sacrifice? I'm telling you, this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. So, 
Get the bond offering. I like what the Duirims call bond offering. Let me explain this to you. Duirims call bond offering holocaust. Give them Duirims, can you? Holocaust. Let me ask you a question. When last did you, when last did you have a holocaust? When last did you offer a sacrifice? Give me Duirims. Now, when you're hearing holocaust, you are talking about the massacre of the Jews. You know? Massacre! Many of us are at the same level because our sacrifice level has not changed. And we are, we are not dancing in battle. Is that? Can you give me... Look at it. You know, everywhere in Duirims, everywhere in Duirims, where both of them, he called it Holocaust, you see? And they fasted till evening, and read it, somebody, offered to him what? Holocaust. Now, Holocaust speaks about sacrifice. The wisdom of Solomon, it was Holocaust, though. One day, a thousand burnt offerings on the mountain. Sir, where praise fails, sacrifice will not fail. Sacrifice will not fail. On that marriage, have you sacrificed? On the issue of not having children, what have you really sacrificed? I mean, sacrifice! Package with the fast! This is how I fight my battles. So when you're looking at us and all that, the reason why it seems that our movement is non-stop is because our sacrifice is non-stop. Every month is a sacrifice. Look, is our zone. 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 All these pregnant people I'm seeing around town, don't just think they just give birth like that. Oh, After they fast, you package sacrifice a targeted at that particular area. And you, you name the sacrifice. It's a holocaust towards this area. Towards my marriage. Towards my career. Towards my job. Towards my sick and crazy husband. Whose head is not correct. Holocaust. 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 That's what shifts things. They didn't do that before. They go there. Go there. Go there. And they were killing them. Now let me explain. It is either we kill things or things kill us. So when they could not have offered sacrifice, they gave their lives. Are you there? First time, twenty-two thousand died. Second time, eighteen thousand died. Then he woke up to the idea: it's not better for us to sacrifice things than for us to be sacrificed. You are looking at me here. You may be more perfect than me, but I'm more sacrificial than any member of this church. Any member. That's where the fire is. Fire can't fall on an empty altar, sir. Never. Never. The more sacrificial it is, the more fire it commands. Yeah. The more sacrificial, the more fire, the more sacrificial, the more fire. Many are calling fire. Fire can't fall on nothing. Sacrifice. I was with him. He said, if you may call them. I said to him. <laughs> he said, if you may call them. Yeah, Komaya. You have given me a cow. And he took him to his car park. And pointed to 13 cars. That one of his sons gave him in one year. That one you gave me. That one you gave me. Ha! Komaya. That one you gave me. 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 So. 
be there be talking English. I'm saying, eh, well, I'm correct. You can be correct and still lose if you don't look for sacrifice. So we must match every battle to a particular sacrifice. In fact, what I saw you doing this week, I didn't come away with message. I came away with a word from God. Where you are struggling now, write it down. This struggle, write it down. This struggle, write it down. Then, as you are fasting about it, you can pick a day and say, this day, I'm fasting on this matter of pregnancy or this matter of promotion. Then, as you are fasting, you want to hear God about the holocaust you must offer for that thing to go. That's the second thing. The third thing, guys, as I begin to round up my story, am I helping somebody tonight? Don't be minding all these convenient things they do. They say, come and, uh, come and sing today. And it's convenient to sing. That's not you. The one that is not convenient, that's what you should go for. That's where fire is. Yeah, that's where it is. Number three, ladies and gentlemen, are you not tired of singleness? People be shooing you off their husbands. Shooing you off your husband. You know, wives, they can be terrible. You know? You look around, you pet another person's husband. You look around, you pet, they chase you. 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 Until now, your self esteem is nothing anymore. Shouldn't you raise the Holocaust in that battle? And God told me that they, they, they just they sing song and sacrifice. Go to the next verse. Then read that scripture. And they inquired of him concerning their I mean the right church here. Who has asked concerning his state before? That I'm tired of this state. I should be more than this now. I should be commanding this now. Some things should not be thinking now. I, I should, there should be a frequency now. <laughs> Let me explain how life is. The higher you rise, some things you don't think about anymore. You know, there's a way you rise. You don't think about food anymore. You rise again. You don't think about food anymore. You rise again. You, you have come to a level. You don't think. Those, they are no longer, those things happen automatically by virtue of the level you have come to. They inquired concerning their state. Did you see that scripture? Read it. At that time, the Ark of the Covenant was there. Phineas, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron, was over the house. I want to show you why many of us miss. He says, so they consulted the Lord and said, shall we go out anymore? We went out first time, 18,000. First time, second time, 20,000. To fight against them. Or shall we cease? And the Lord said to them, go up, comma, for tomorrow date, I will deliver them into your hands. So let me explain why they missed it. Please hear God and hear God well. First time, the question they ask is, who shall go up? God said, Judah shall go up. They didn't say, shall we go up? They said, who shall go up? Is it God? God said, Judah shall go. Now, but you know, talk. Who shall go up? Judah shall go up. Oh, single, single, brave. They killed 22,000. They ran back. 
They came again and inquired. Listen to me. And said, God, shall we go up again? God said, go up. He didn't say when they should go up. He didn't say what he would do if they go up. He said, go up. I want to Shugamu. 18,000 died. Look, God is in the details. When they now fasted, God gave them a date of their deliverance. And said, now, go up tomorrow, for I will deliver them. <laughs> Which means you don't rush out of God's presence. You see, God was saying to them, what God wanted to tell them was, if they waited enough, God would have said, go out, Judah shall go up first, go out in three days' time, for I will deliver them into your hands. But, you know, many of us were like this. You are in a battle. You just hear, shout, shout, oh, shout, shout. Then you come back defeated. You come back again. You will not wait enough, long enough, for God to reveal the details of His plan to you. And God is in the details. And the victory is not in the numbers. The victory is not in, the, in praying. The victory is not in praise. The victory is in the details. Executing to the details. Listen to me, sir. I can never preach an unanointed service. Never in my life. Every service will be anointed. Why? God said to me, it takes six hours of praying to make a service great. So as I'm talking to you, fire is burning. I didn't give you six. I give you like ten to twelve hours. So, fire! God is in the details. He will tell you how to give. What to give. When to give. What to do. How many times to fast. The reason why we are failing is there are no more details. People just come before you and tell you, I think she's the person I should marry. I ask them, did God tell you to marry her? He said, I just have a feeling and a peace. So that now when her breasts start falling, you will run. Because you did not have a strong conviction that this is where you're supposed to be. Lucky bro, God said, I should tell you, the victories of September, the victories of October, the victories of November, the victories of November will be in details. Fill the water pots with water. Fill it to the brim. They fill it. Draw now to the governor. It is a taste now. Draw now. You know what it means? To take water to the governor, the risk, without tasting it. And they're going one. Hey, everything, taste it, taste it. If you taste it, you walk again. Take it, take it, take it. My pastor said this and he blessed me. He said when they were feeling it, it was water. But in the mouth of the, if they drank it, it would have been water. But in the mouth of the one they sent it to, it would be wine. They will need discipline. You want to take Jericho? Go around Jericho. How many times? Not eight times, oh, seven times. Then on the seventh day, go around seven times. Then at the end of the seventh day, all those seven days, keep quiet. They turn, don't say nothing. Then at the end of it, shout for God has given you the victory. When last did we hear God about our battles with that kind of detail, with the kind of specificity regarding your finances, regarding your marriage, regarding your health, your children, my children's health. One day I was doing HMO. And then I said, a man like me should have HMO. He should have HMO. So 
I had gotten it. I had given all the money. Then he said, choose a hostel around you. I don't know any hospital. And then I knelt down. I said, my God, I remember when you told me when Olamo Desi, who is 12 now, is when she was six months, you said to me, if you pray over these children one hour in tongues every day, you will never have to worry about their health. The girl is 12. We have been in Lagos for six years. We don't know a hospital. Because you keep the details. You keep. When you are this kind of person, listen, you are ruthless. You, you, you can't show up to my house. I'm not the kind of you can visit when you like. I saw somebody keep my house and all. I said, you don't do that to me. You don't do that. You don't just have a brainwave and show up to my house. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. My day is already set. You can wake up, God says, ahead of these people this year. Give them 12 hours. Merohasiana. One, two, three, four, five. You don't come show up and then we six hours. I can curse you. I can curse you. I can curse you. And everybody around us knows. That's why it's so strict. It's so strict. Because the victory is in. Listen to details. My time is really up tonight. But can I prophesy? Somebody here. Victories you have never. Look, listen. God can tell you this year. What I expect of you this year. You are giving me 10 million. Oh, you have better than 5 million. Many just throw money at God. I wonder why it doesn't work. Even tight guy, not complete. Offering, not complete. And then I wonder why is God not doing it? You are the one not doing it. Whenever your obedience is complete, you can avenge your disobedience. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rise up, my time is up. Let's pray a little bit tonight. Ah, are we getting this tonight? Let me add a few things to you. If two things, two things of time. Detail. Detail. I don't like seeing doctors with white coats. So I pray. I pray. One day, Biome said, if you read 10 chapters of the Bible any day, you will not have a challenge. I'll be reading it. We have even left the reading of the Bible now. We have moved to... So if you come to my house, I will show you my personally written Bible. I'm writing my personal... Did you love this Bible? I'm writing it. Not with my handwritten. And in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the pastors of our church tomorrow, one of the things I will ask every pastor of this church, every pastor that I will call pastor, you must give me written Bible. Where you write by yourself. You know, waiting you read, you forget. Waiting you fool yourself, I go, boy, you write down. Huh? <laughs> Not you write down. Not you write down. I, I said, back in me, I still wrote. I was writing. I was writing. I wrote to the point of the Nephilim. When I got to the Nephilim, and he said, the sons of God came down to the daughters of men. And they gave back to heroes, the heroes of old, mighty men of renown. Then God said to me, if the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and what they gave back to were the giants, the heroes. He said, what if the son of God in you... Incarnates you. That's why I say Christ in you, the hope of glory. Which means everybody who has Christ in them, you are supposed to be a heroic. You are so are you nothing is supposed to be usual about you. He said, in those days we had the Nephilim on the earth. This is not all the kind of you don't have time to be walking break to Ninja, be baby Ninja, somebody sleep with somebody. Is that your life? I, I was not a member of our church. 
she was going to make battles. I saw her in the rolling thing that you roll. This girl, Ogwori Igun Ogwoye, is she gone? Is she gone? Ogun. And I was looking at her since the BB9 just started. I don't even know the name. Bam Bam. This one. This one slept with this one. I said, You see, this one is little Moyogu to Waluri Ekotie. You think I can sit down now? God will be happy with you watching people sleeping under the, the bed sheets, doing like this. That's what you hear. This one has slept with this one now. That's what you are doing. And your tithe is still 10,000 a month. Can't you see how far you are to where you are When will you shut down rubbish and take your life seriously? Mataya. Anyway, my time is really up. My time is really up. But I want us to pray. Hey, I want us to pray. Now, I want to first and foremost, hi, my time is fast. Man. I want you to write the top three issues you are facing today. Let us deal with these things. Sir. The top three issues you are facing today. If it is marriage, write it down. If it is a crazy husband, write it down. Are you there? Write it down. Write it down. If it is um, whatever, write it down. A client, write it down. The top three things that you are worried about. Things that you are challenged about. Are you there? Now, when we are doing this now, you will go around this all. Not outside, though. You go around and pray. And pray. Is it budget? Is it this? Is it that? And pray to Nanisha. You come to him. It's okay, Lord. On this matter, I begin to fast tomorrow. I begin to fast this Saturday. On this matter, on this matter, on this matter. Then what is the holocaust that I must offer to make this happen? Yeah, move around a little bit and pray about that. Pray, pray, pray. I need some intercessors up here. I can't be burning like this. Oraha. Elo kapahane mosia, elo brahane mosia dagabahatas. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me specifically. Le paragabasa. Be looking at it and be talking. Be looking at it and be praying. Be looking at it and be praying. Is it our business? Is it our marriage? Open my eyes, O God. Open my ears, O God. Show me what to do, O God. Speak to me specifically. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I have dwelt on this mountain long enough. Long enough. What must I do? What must I do? What must I do? What must I do? What is the Holocaust? What is the Holocaust? When should I go out against it? This is August, oh God. Things cannot continue like this. Open my ears. Open my eyes. In the name of Jesus. Open my ears. Speak to me specifically. So do velemereke palabalaba. Ella braga yada palemambregeye. By this time, by this time, certain things should have happened. 
Maka de Boleno Open my eyes, open my eyes, what Lay your hands on your heart in the name of Jesus. Let your eyes be open. Amen. To see what you don't you should speak in the name of Jesus. Amen. Touch your ear. Let those ears be open. Amen. To hear what you should hear in the name of Jesus. Amen. Touch your heart. Let that heart be open. Amen. To perceive what you should perceive. In the name of Jesus. Let me give you two things. I'll run. I'll continue next week. I'll continue next week. My time's really up. Number one, in the battle. Never let anything draw you away from the city. So when they were going to defeat the, 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 the Gibeonites, they said, first and foremost, let us draw them out of the city into the highways. And when they drew them out of the city into the highways, they set the city on fire. By the time they were ready, they turned back and the city where they came from was on fire. What's the city? Jerusalem. The heavenly Jerusalem. Never let your battles take away, take you away from church. Never. And the second thing, get a strategy. My time is up. Get a strategy. Don't just go out at the enemy anyhow. Get a strategy. So their strategy was we draw them out of the city. There are members of the church now that Satan has drawn them out so that he can deal with them. The way he wants to. He draws you away from the A man went from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves that wounded them dearly. No matter the battle, never let anything go out of the city. And then as you wait, wait on God for specific strategies. My time is up. Raise your right hand here. I'll continue next week. Let's raise it. And then I'll release something on you. Father, I call for fire. Amen. In every area of confusion, Amen. every area of struggle, Amen. every area of darkness, Amen. Lord, tonight in their dreams, visit them. Amen. Let somebody here have seven sequential dreams in a row. Amen. 
And when they wake up, they will know what to become. Amen. Amen. And you will give them the strength to execute it. Amen. Number two, show them their holocaust. Amen. Show them their holocaust. Amen. Amen. You know, we're doing something and all that. You were shocked at exhaustion. Somebody called me. He said, sir, you can't give your car. You can't give your car. Your car is an asset. I said, boy, who did you tell me? Me that God has spoken to me. That sometimes to create, you have to destroy. Are you there? Sometimes to create, you have to destroy. And he showed me. He said there was a guy who was sick of the palsy. And then he had four friends that could walk. And the friends took. When they saw that the door, they could not enter through the door. He said they took the guy and they destroyed the roof. The giving, it was like I was destroying everything, destroying it. But when I destroyed it, the Bible said, God saw their faith. So there are some destructive moves on the earth that in the eyes of God is faith. As the guy will say, you can't give your cow. He said, I don't think the guy is talking. You did the way they give you a local. So the guy is talking. As I dropped, I said, take the car and give it to the church. What's my business? Concerns me about that one. We are talking about breakthrough. I said, I should give car. What's car? What's car? It's better, I, it's not better I release it and I'm, I'm free than for me to go for it. Never forget. 18,000 died. 22,000 died. Because they refused to release what they, What is to release some little things? And move forward. So I pray in the name of Jesus, my God will show you the Holocaust. Amen. Nobody in this service, sir, will from today henceforth spend more than 60 days on any level. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Before the 60 days are over, you will see what to do. Amen. To create another level. Amen. Every 60, 60 days, your level will be changing. Amen. Every 60, 60 days, the level of that family Amen. will be changing. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The things that held your parents down will not hold you down. Amen. The things that held your mom down won't hold you down. Amen. That held your dad down will hold you down. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lastly tonight, come my time is up. May my God begin to speak to you specifically. Amen. Specifics. May you begin to hear God about your business specifically. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God can tell you today, don't go out. Approach them on Tuesday. Yeah. Approach them on Tuesday. Go out for tomorrow. I will deliver them. That's why you must know God. You can't be faking God. You must know God. You must know God. And I see some young men, ladies and gentlemen, in between September and December, the things we could not have laid hold on in the last five years that we pray, 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 in the coming five months, if I be a man of God, those things begin to happen of their own accord. Amen. In the name of Jesus, gates begin to give way for you. At your appearance, doors will open up. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. you will strike it when it is hot. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. may God give you a daring spirit. Amen. The spirit of a liar. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Nobody here stays more than 60 days Amen. on any particular level. Amen. And for somebody whose faith is with me, every 30, 30 days, Amen. God will be upgrading you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I command the glory to rise. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I command your light to shine. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I command everything in your hands to flourish. Amen. Jump up and worship in my time is up. I'll continue next week. 
Ah, continue. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him, baby. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. I dare you somebody fast tomorrow. Fast. 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 And fast specifically. Don't be fasting anyhow. Take the matter. Isolate the matter and destroy it. You separate the issue, you destroy it. Then you pick the next one, you separate the issue, you destroy it. You pick the next one, you separate the issue, you destroy it. You pick the next one, you separate the issue, you destroy it. You focus, you target your fasting, you target your prayer, you target your sacrifice. You target what God is telling you, you target your obedience. And it's your testimony I will share next. I'll continue next week. The message you just listened to was brought to you by the Enthonement Assembly, a fast-growing network of churches with headquarters located in the Keja, Lagos. We believe you've been greatly blessed and would love to hear from you. For details and inquiries, please visit our website, enthonementassembly.org, or call 0814006974. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle at EnthonementNG. Enthrallment Assembly, activating and actualizing God's royalty in you.